Hey everyone, this is Hovercraft Joe, and I hope you've been enjoying Last Action Podcast and the other podcasts here at GameZilla Media. We invite you to check us out at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media and support us at either the $1 or $5 tier. If you become a patron at $5 a month, you get tons of additional content, including our monthly special called the post credit Scene. Thanks for your support, and hasta la vista, baby. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot! Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need for need for speed. You please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ feeling healthy for a change, which is <laughs> odd for me. You, Normally I'm, you know, you, half dead. You look and sound good, buddy. I feel good and I always sound good. Well, what I know. <laughs> um, we got a we got a packed house here. We do. We got we got we got well, this is a Hovercraft Joe, sorry. Hovercraft yeah, Joe. Yeah, I was gonna you. let you introduce yourself. Okay. Feel free. Thank you. Hovercraft Joe here as always. Uh we do. We have a packed house. Um it's kind of a first night of a special two part event we're doing, wouldn't you say, LPJ? It's definitely a two part event. And yeah, I'd say it's special. And we're, we're, we've been having a little bit of trouble deciding what it's called, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, there was a bit of a conversation about that. <laughs> um, so initially it was going to be called... Um, mixed Doubles. Mixed Doubles. Right. And then it changed to Wife Swap. <laughs> and I think we're going to keep Wife Swap. Yeah, I like it. I think yeah. it's good. It's the Last Action Podcast. Wife Swap. Uh, the concept of this is we've got uh, Devin here. Hey, guys. How are you? With Lauren. Hey, hey. Not his wife. No. no, not her husband. No, <laughs> we are switching it up. They are switching it up. True wife swap. And then in the next wife swap, we're going to flip around and we're going to have Jody and Jen. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It is. And we just, it's going to be fun. And, and the movies we picked, we even picked movies that kind of go along with each other to kind of add to the, the fun of this event. So the one we're doing now is Kingsman, the Secret Service. Correct. Um, Kingsman, the Secret Service. Uh, 2014. 2014. Uh, Action spy comedy flick. I have 2015. I have 2015. I as have well. 2015 myself. LBJ. My, my apologies. <laughs> 2015. Uh, it was released in 2015. I released apologize. in yeah, 2015. Yeah, February 12, yeah. 2015. Yes. Oh boy, LPJ. Whatever. It was close to 2014. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> this isn't my. This isn't my thing. All right. Fair enough. So yeah, February 12, 2015. Uh, and I guess. As we usually start with these things, uh, kind of talking about our first memories or the first time we saw this, uh, Devin, did you want to start off? Do you do you remember anything particular about seeing this? Not super. Uh, there wasn't anything super crazy about my first memory. I do know that my wife, Jen, uh, and I did see it together. We didn't see it in the theater. I believe we just rented it or watched it on demand. Um, I feel like we enjoyed it, but this was, re-watching it was my second time seeing this movie. Okay. Uh, Lauren? I believe I saw this movie in the theater. It's around Valentine's Day, so <laughs> it must have been a real hot date for my husband Jody Ooh. and I. But maybe Hovercraft Joe was there? Uh, I don't know, because I don't remember seeing this in the theaters, if I'm being honest. I feel like I maybe watched this on demand, like rented it and watched it in my apartment, because I know I saw it. I've seen it, and I've seen it on TV since, but I don't think I saw this in the theaters. What about you? Yeah, LBJ. this was because um, I bought the comics when they came out. So okay, I have. I was wondering if you. Yeah, if you I have. Okay. I have all of them except for the last two parts. So I have the first four parts. Okay. Um, it was right around the time where I stopped kind of reading comics, and this is one of the ones that I sort of cut out. Okay. And didn't actually end up picking up the last two parts. Um, but I was really excited when I heard the movie was coming out. Mm -hmm. I never got around to seeing it in the theaters. This is one that I saw on HBO oh, okay. when it was released on HBO. Maybe that's when I saw it, because I did have HBO for a time, so maybe I mm -hmm. saw it then. Yeah, yeah, and it was one of the big movies they had on HBO. So um, they showed it like 20 times a day. Oh, yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was like when you went on their website, it was like the marquee film they had um, at the time for whatever reason. And... Um, and I've seen it a bunch of times since just because it's always on TV or it was always on TV, you know, after that on like FX or whatever it was, it was, it right. was on. Um, I think they still show it on FX. That's like, how I watched it. Like, yeah. That's which, how, I, that's how you, you guys told me. They're like, yeah, it's on FX. It's on the FX app. Oh, the FX app. 
Oh, sweet. Yeah, we, yeah. And, and, and Jody mentioned, he's like, oh, I had already rented the first one and watched it, and then he told us that they were on the FX Now app, and I was like, yeah, but is it edited, you know? So, you know, spoiler alert, when I was watching the second one, I started watching it, and like two minutes in, they were dropping F-bombs. I'm like, no, it's good. And I think yep, I texted you did. everyone. I was like, I was like yeah, it's not edited, so... So if anyone's looking to watch it, just get that yeah. FX Now yeah. app and watch this it. Movie, you can't watch this movie edited. No, it just you really, loses a lot of... You really can't. I can't even imagine watching it edited because it's just like the violence and the swearing and all of it is kind of necessary. The very end, it. which Lauren's excited to talk about. <laughs> very excited. Saving the world? <laughs> yeah, that's It's part. all about uh-huh. saving the world, yeah. <laughs> Special rewards that come with saving the world. Oh, it did come out on Valentine's Day and you guys had a hot date. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh-oh. Um, so the, the budget on this was $81 million. Uh, a domestic gross of 128 million, right? And a worldwide of 414 million dollars. So yeah, this played big overseas. Yeah, that's huge overseas, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's not too bad here in the U.S. I mean, it's still over its uh, budget, but that's a you can see why they made sequel and there's a prequel coming out and, and potentially a third one yeah. in this series. Um, now, I didn't expect this movie to be good. <laughs> person, like I wasn't sure I had because Kick-Ass had come out yeah and Kick-Ass is another so let's back up a little bit okay so the comic for this was written by Mark Miller is it Mark Miller or is it Mark Millar I always say Miller okay that's I don't know alright it could be Millar or AR it's AR it's Millar but I think it's Miller World is like his big brand okay so I think it's I don't think it's Millar World alright I think it's Miller World alright well anyways and that's kind of his big brand so so they had Wanted come out which was another one of his his films, and then they did Kick Ass after that, which was directed by and written by Matthew Vaughn, who directed and wrote this movie. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, you know, I thought, okay, well, those two movies are pretty good. Maybe this one will be okay, but I don't know. The story didn't really seem like something it would be, you know, translate to a film real well. And then it did. I was surprised. But my understanding, and I guess I didn't, I've never read the comic, and, and my understanding from just doing the research is that this movie isn't necessarily really. There's a few elements pulled from the comic series, but it's not like a direct adaptation. It's not a direct adaptation, and um, I will say this, though. This film is much closer to the comic than the sequel is. Okay. Because the sequel has is, is essentially a whole new story. Okay, got it. Actually, um, I, have a, I have a pop quiz about, <laughs> about this topic. So one of, the, one of the things that I saw, um, only three of the characters from the comic book were used in the screen version of this movie. Mm-hmm. Can you guess which three characters those are? Yes. I, I, yeah, I know what it is. Lauren, did you want to take a stab? Sure. Okay. So I'll say <laughs> Eggsy. Yes. And then I'll say uh, Merlin. No. No. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about Galahad? No. no, you won't. I don't know. Yeah, answers. it's really weird. The only ones where it was Eggsy, it was the, the gazelle, profe- the gazelle, the yeah. the henchman. Yep. Although she was a man in the comic, yeah, uh, the the lady with the legs. Oh yeah, and, I have uh, her on here, scissor legs. <laughs> and, <laughs> great way to describe it. And uh, Mark Hamill's character, Professor Arnold. Yes, yep. those, Which, are, those are the three in the comic. Arnold is actually the villain. Oh, okay. Yes. And he's the one that comes up with that technology uh, with the cell phones. Oh, okay. Um, there's no there's no Richmond Valentine in the comic at all. Okay. Yeah. I, and I thought that was weird because, I, like I said, I didn't done a lot of research on the comic, so I didn't know that it was kind of like close but not close to it, you know? Yeah, it was similar but not. It, it's definitely not a direct pull uh, from the comic. Gotcha. Um, so uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this, 74%. Oh, okay. And an audience score of 84%. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's about right. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems, it seems about right. Uh, and we talked about this in 2015. Uh, top grossing movies of 2015, number one was Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Okay. Two, Jurassic World. Three, Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, Kingsman came in 25 for the year, and we've only done one other movie in 2015 that actually beat this. Another Devin episode, number 21 for the year, Mad Max Fury Road. There we go. God, that was a big year for movies. Yeah. yeah. That's some, huge. And I think there was ones. a lot more, I mean, because I only write down yeah. either the top three and ones that we've done, but I think 
There was a lot. I think there's another at least Wasn't one. Was there a Fast and Furious movie that came out that time? Furious too? Seven, Probably. I think. I think so. And I <laughs> yeah. think I think Guardians of the Galaxy was that yep. year too. So I mean, there was a lot of stuff. But. And that would explain why I never got around to seeing this in the theater. I don't get. I don't usually go to see a ton of movies. Yeah, this would have been one that did not make the cut. Right? I, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I find now from our days of seeing something every every Friday, <laughs> every <Yeah>. Friday <laughs> to like, or sometimes more than once a week to now, it's like I see maybe like five movies in the theater a year. Oh, if yeah. that yeah it's not and they're many. generally superhero movies <laughs> yeah it's usually whatever the big budget tentpole movie is that's really about it yeah like Fast and Furious and superhero movies uh-huh. which that trailer just came out I know I watched it we'll, oh, talk, we'll talk about it off oh jeez <laughs> Um, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> uh, do we want to go through the cast or do you want to do the net worths first uh, let's let's do net worths first okay do you do you have the sound oh I do have Wait, is it this one <laughs> or is it this one Maybe it's this one. All right, I think you got it. It's probably this one. Okay, let it. Let's buzz through these guys. Let's see what you think. Some of these we've done before, but I bet you LPJ does not remember. <laughs> let Let's start with Mark Hamill. What do you guys think for Mark Hamill? Ugh. His net worth. Net not, worth. Not what he ladies made on this first. movie, but yeah, straight up first. net worth. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Right. Voice of the Joker. Hundred million. Okay. Devin. I think it's less than that. I'm okay. going to say like thirty. 30 million. LPJ? I'm going to say it's more than that. I'm going to go 150. Ooh, you guys, it's only 18 million. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That, that is criminal. Surprising, I was just super right? proud of myself that I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the Star Wars guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what do you guys think for Mark Strong? Merlin in this movie? Sinestro? In the I'll, Green I'll go first. Five. Okay. I'll say 10. Yeah, I was going to say 10. 10's a good guess. It's 9 million, so oh, okay. right about there. Uh, what do you think for... I don't have a Michael Caine voice. I was going to try well, and then well, I, then I, then I bailed on it. No, Michael Caine. What do you think for Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Yeah, oh, that's good. He's worth 15. Okay. I'm going to go higher than that. I'm going to say like 60. Okay. Oh, 60. Price is right rules. Like 30. Uh, Devin closes 75 million from Michael Caine. Wow. So he's making some bank. Yeah, how is he making more money than Luke Skywalker? Well, because maybe a bad contract. I feel like Mark Hamill, I mean, other than voice work, he doesn't do that's true that much stuff, not that much. And Plus like Michael Caine's a little older, maybe he's just been in stuff for a long oh, he's got that time. sweet Batman money. He's got that sweet Batman money. Yeah. Uh, what do you think for uh, Samuel L. Jackson? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who wants to go first? 250 million. Okay. I, feel, I was going to say 200. 200? Okay. 180. 250 on Ooh. the nose. Ooh. Way to go. Uh, and then I can't say this guy's name. Taryn Edgerton. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's it. Taryn Edgerton. I'm going to say five. Okay. Yeah, like seven. Okay. LPJ? Ten. Six. All right. So everyone oh, right. Yeah. And then last one on the list, Colin Firth. Mm. 12. 12. Okay. He does a lot 18 of... 18 million. Okay. He does a lot of Aaron movies. 18 and a half million. <laughs> Ooh, well, then you win because it's 25 yes. million. Uh, so. Yes. So, right. That's 18 awesome. million, one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of people in this movie. A lot of um, known actors. Yep. <laughs> yep, known talk. actors. A couple unknown That's actors. That's a great way to describe these. I forgot good. how to these talk. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they say that this was Taron Edgerton's like first? Like, yeah, I was gonna say, was he really even well, known before? It this? was his first released film or second no, released film. But it was filmed. But first. it was filmed first. Yeah, I saw that too. So it's kind of crazy that they got like an unknown to helm this movie. Yeah, but he does a great job. I love him in this. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think he's great in this. Um, so, like we said, written directed by uh, Matthew Vaughn and produced and, and uh, produced by Matthew Vaughn. Um, Matthew Vaughn obviously did. I had mentioned earlier that um, Kick Ass, X Men First Class, X Men First Class. Uh, he was going to do X Men uh, Days of Future Past, right? And then dropped out so we could do this movie to do this. Yeah. Fun quick side note: Remember when we saw X Men First Class in the theaters? If we'd unbeknownst to us that Devin and Jen were in the same screening. Were they? Yeah, we were yeah, like getting up to came leave. Out later. Yeah, we were yeah. get we were getting up to leave, and we saw them. They were a couple rows behind us. Oh that, yeah, that's the famous time I actually said slip ons. I said slip ons. Slip ons. Oh, yeah, and Devin's, a great moment. Devin still makes fun of me to this day for it. Yes, awesome. <laughs> we all do, and none of us were. Way there. to tell an inside <laughs> joke on this uh, podcast meant for everybody. Well, <laughs> here's the inside joke. I meant to say slip on shoes, and I said slip ons. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't let anything go. And now yeah. you can see why we remembered. <laughs> um, so so it, it's based on the comic by uh, Mark Millar and 
Dave Gibbons. Dave Gibbons, yep. if I'm remembering correctly, he's the Watchmen guy, right? That is correct. He drew. He drew. He co-created and drew Watchmen. Right, and he's <laughs> he's still involved in all the Watchmen stuff, right? Interestingly, uh, Alan Moore, who wrote Watchmen, gives all of his money. He says Dave Gibbons can have all of the profits and credit from anything Watchmen related. So Dave Gibbons is the one rolling in money for all this Watchmen stuff, right? I now. should have looked up Dave Gibbons' net worth. Yeah, wow. he's worth a decent amount. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the TV show and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't. I, I mean, I wrote down the composers. Did you have anything particular about them or uh, Jackson and Mag- um, Margeson? Yeah, no, nothing specific. Um, the music was good in this. It was very reminiscent of. Um, it was very reminiscent of like an old like Bond film. Yeah, um, they wrote previous. They, they worked with Matthew Vaughn all the time. They did Kick Ass. They did uh, X Men First Class, uh, Kong Skull Island. They did Wreck It Ralph. Oh, did they? Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Captain Phillips, Captain America, one of the Captain America movies. Uh, so they, they're, they've they been around. They write, they write a lot of stuff. Um, so let's take a, a listen to, this is kind of the main theme from uh, of the Kingsmen themselves. As much as I hate to say, I feel like it's kind of a direct ripoff of like Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. It sounds a lot like Avengers, but it does kind of have that reminiscent of you know like a James Bond sure. like theme like that. And obviously, I mean, we'll get into it more as we continue. But that's obviously what this movie is kind of intended to be. Yeah, like a more fun spy thriller. Yeah, James Bond. It's kind of like <clears throat> James Bond on like acid or steroids yeah. or something, if you will. But. <laughs> James Bond to 11. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so uh, Sphinx is not here, but I did look into the taglines, if you guys want to want to talk about that real quickly. I can only find one. I was going to say, I only saw one. Yeah, I only saw one tagline for this movie. Any any guesses what it is, LBJ? The King's Man. No, I got nothing. It's Manners Make It oh, Man. Yes. Which, you know, makes sense, and it's used a couple times in the movie. So That's actually the name of that track that I just played, by the oh, way. Oh, is it? Yeah, cool. Do you want to know where that came from? <clears throat> uh, no. Of course we do. I, I do. F- I found something on that. Okay. Um, so they, bas- <laughs> they basically say it's the motto of British schools, Winchester College and Ermston Grammar School. Okay. That's where that came from. Oh, nice. Manners maketh man. Yeah. Fun. Um, anything else before we get into the plot? Any kind of production details that anyone kind of wanted to bring up or had a... I have a random pop quiz. Pop okay. quiz, hot shot. Who is Matthew Vaughn married to? Claudia Schiffer. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jen, that might have been one of the facts that Jen wanted to, <laughs> to bring up. Wow. She didn't make it. I did not, oh. I did not know that. Yeah, for a while, for, since like 2002. Isn't I, I mean, like, am I crazy or is she like a lot older than him? I don't know. That's I don't a know great how question. old he is, but maybe she's he's, she's getting up there. Maybe he's just not. Maybe he's older than I would imagine. I just assumed he was younger, but I could be wrong. I don't I, think so. I'm mean, really I'm really I'll pull it up right now. Matt, uh, Matthew Vaughn is he's 48. Okay, so that's probably right in the wheelhouse for. I would think I that feel she's, like she's older, older than that. that. Isn't too. she like in her 60s now, or got to be close? Really? I 60s. I don't know about maybe. that. <laughs> Let's find out. Let me find out for you. She is. Uh, she's 49. Oh, I was close. I was close. She's 49. She's a year older than he is. <laughs> oh, okay, so they're close in age. He's just yeah. way older than I thought, and she's not as old as I thought, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did you, um, did you see who he was the best man for? Like, whose wedding? <laughs> no, I oh, didn't. Oh, hold on, hold on. Pop quiz. Oh. There we go. We'll make it a pop quiz. Who Matthew Vaughn was? Or, no. There was an individual who was the best man at his wedding. A very oh. famous individual. A very famous individual. Yeah. Was it Elton John? No. <laughs> it was Guy Ritchie. Oh, oh man, oh. Guy Ritchie. We had someone off mic who was begging to answer. Yeah, <laughs> someone whose name may or not be Jen just flicked everybody off. J balls, J balls coming at you, <laughs> getting crunked in the corner over there. <laughs> well, you got some good facts, Devin. <clears throat> Bringing the heat today. Do you see the stack of notes he has? It's true. <laughs> if there are good Devin facts in there, then I don't know what he's doing. I feel like you guys team. always comment on the amount of notes it, that I have. It's true. Because you do. You write a book. He heard that my brother had the title for most. 
most comprehensive notes, and he was like, hold my beer. I yeah. got this. <laughs> hold my champagne of beers. <laughs> hold my champagne of beer. Right. I got this. Um, all right. Should we go through the plot on this then? Sure. And obviously bring up anything else we have along the way. So uh, <laughs> uh, it starts uh, with a flashback, I guess, to uh, 1997 uh, Middle East, I guess. I don't know. If yeah, somewhere fish- in the Middle East. Uh, there's like a helicopter attack and it's kind of a cool credit sequence. Like all the uh, all the credits are made out of like the explosions and mm-hmm. stuff from yep. it. Um, it's uh, I don't know. We don't really told what the mission is, but they're like stopping some terrorists or something. They're, they captured somebody and they're interrogating him. Right. That's but, essentially what we know. But he has a grenade that they don't, unknown, unbeknownst to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the agents like jumps on the grenade and saves all the rest of them. Right. But we don't know who this is or anything like that yet. Um, flash to, they're back in England, a uh, young Colin Firth. He's at, uh, we find out that the agent that died was... Eggsy's dad. Correct. What's Eggsy's real name in it? Gary. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> um, and he gives them this. Um, is it like a pin or a brooch? Like a medal. Like a like a. Yeah. It's like a bro. Like a like a brooch almost. Like a medal. Yeah. Yeah. And he gives it to him, and I think he gives it to his mom. Right. And it's like, if you ever need anything, call the number on here, and say the the phrase. And it was um, Oxford's, not brogues. Brogues. So. Um, then we flash forward 17 years. Uh, we're in Argentina. We're introduced to Mark Hamill as Professor Arnold. Yep. Uh, he's been kidnapped. Um, one of the Kingsman agents, Lancelot, shows up. There's a big action scene. Uh, he does pretty good. He takes out all the guys. You know, it's looking pretty good. Yeah. But then, like, is that really crazy shot where he's like, he's got the drink and he's about to have it, and he just like, you don't even see it. It's just like, whew, and then he's like. He gets sliced in he half, sliced and he, in half yeah, yeah, and he literally like falls both sides of him, like, and it's really crazy because that's uh, we're introduced to Gazelle, who's the henchman of the movie, uh, and she has like, how would you describe her f- legs? I would describe them as double amputee runner legs, but they're <laughs> samurai swords. So I have a little right. backstory on Gazelle. I know, I know what this is. <laughs> oh, it is, it is awesome. crazy. It is awesome. It is crazy. But okay. go ahead, please do the honors. So. Gazelle has those those prosthetic legs that um, were actually made famous by an Olympic runner. So at one point, there was an individual by the name of Oscar Pistorius, and he was approached about playing the role of a gazelle, because again, in the comic, Gazelle was a male. Right. And his representatives were asked if Pistorius could play a convincing killer. Here comes the fun. <laughs> fun air quotes. Yes. He, he declined to take the role to focus on practicing for future sporting events. And if you don't know anything about Oscar Pistorius, in February of 2013, he was put on trial and later sentenced for the shooting and killing of his girlfriend. So, so they, yes? Yes. <laughs> so he could play the role of a killer well. Yep. <laughs> I didn't think he could play a killer. And then, and then an, he murdered somebody. And then life. another piece they, they actually talk about. In this movie, Gazelle shoots someone through a door, and that's exactly how he killed his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that it's, is, it's real dark. That is wild when yes, I read that. I was dark. like, what? That is crazy. Like the phrase, like they didn't think he could play a killer, and it's like, oh, <laughs> whoops, yeah, whoops. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, um, man, but would it have helped his case or hurt his case if he did this movie? <laughs> Look how bad I was. I'm totally not the killer. <laughs> I'm just acting. <laughs> um, so after Lancelot gets cut in half, we're introduced to the main villain of the movie, uh, Valentine. I can't remember his first name. Oh, I got this. Richmond. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, and he, he, th- his main like characteristic that introduced, he's very like he doesn't like violence. He doesn't like watching it. He's like doesn't very like squeamish blood. with blood. Doesn't yeah. like violence. And yeah, he ha- and he has that weird. And he's got, got a list. That list. Yeah. He's a lady. Yeah. Man. Which like I don't know how you guys <laughs> felt about it, but I was not a fan. Well, well yeah, go I ahead. have the story behind this. Yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson always wanted to be in a Bond movie. Right. And he figured this was his only opportunity to get to be in something like a Bond movie. And when he was a kid, he had a stutter that he got over and he thought that would have been a good like villain trope to have. So he adopted the lisp um, in the movie as like a good villain trope kind of based on what he, he had to deal with in the past. Okay. Yep. Hmm. And like if I remember correctly, he didn't tell Matthew Vaughn no, he just do it right he it. just like first take he just started doing it and he was like oh okay I guess we'll go with this yeah it's weird I don't know if I liked it I didn't mind it I mean 
you know, he's right. The film is kind of, is, is almost a satire of a Bond film. It's true, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, every villain has to have some gimmick. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny when, because I mentioned this was the second time I had seen this movie. I did not remember that happening the first time I saw the movie. So it almost kind of made me wonder, like, does he always have that list that <laughs> I just completely forgot? Yeah, I didn't recall. I was confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It bothered me the first time I saw the movie and the second time, watch, you know, second, third time watching it. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So uh, after that, we, we there's like a meeting of the Kingsmen. They're toasting their fallen agent, Lancelot. It's kind of that cool thing where they meet at the table, and like really most of them aren't there, but you w- they put on these special glasses, and they're all like holograms at the table, yep. which is kind of cool. And we should probably mention that um, it, it's based on the Knights of the Round. Um, so you've got Arthur right. is the head of the Kingsmen, and then you've got you know Lancelot, Galahad, um, um uh, what was the other one? Merlin. Merlin. They had. There's a bunch of them, uh, and they're all based on the different, you know, d- different knights of the round table. And so they're all seated at seated at a table, and there's I think there's 13 of them. Yeah. Um, which is the number of of knights there. Right. And uh, so th- they talk about how they had to begin the replacement process since Lancelot's dead. They had to bring in a candidate to replace him. Um, and, and it's kind of a process where I, I believe each of the king's men current agents get to nominate bring somebody in yes they can for choose the to nominate process. somebody yes that's how it is uh, and there's also some talk about how uh, Professor Arnold like went missing you know like I think that's on their radar but they don't really uh, well because they went to save him but um, I know what it is sorry I got confused they think he's missing but it turns up he's back at school teaching so they're right. kind of confused because they thought he was gone but he doesn't appear to be sorry I got myself a little confused you're good uh, so then we're introduced to the grown-up Eggsy, who's kind of, I don't know, like a hooligan at this point. He's you a little say? bit of a punk, yeah. He's yeah. Li- and he, he's still wearing, like, the medal, the one that he got from his dad. Uh, his mom's kind of, uh, is that her boyfriend, not, like, yeah, his stepdad? It's her, it's her stepdad. And he's a real dirtbag. What's his deal? He, like, runs a gang, or I couldn't quite figure that out. I think he's just an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it was like he was like he's the like, leader of this, little, these yeah, goons. I don't know. He was yeah. like, yeah, those hooligans were like following his orders and stuff. So yeah. I don't really know what the deal was. Um, he Eggsy steals the guy's car, one of the hooligans' car, and they had like driving around. And they uh, there's a big cop chase. He's like driving the car backwards and stuff like that. That was a cool scene. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so he ends up getting arrested, but he tells his other uh, the buddies. He kind of takes the blame for his buddies he tells them yep. to like hey get out of there i'll take this for you uh and while he's at the jail um he <laughs> he gets attacked by dogs i don't know if you can hear him in the background <laughs> yeah, he here. might he might <laughs> we're playing that scene right now we can all see it here him getting attacked by dogs i don't know if you guys can hear it in the background here but that's what's happening he's getting attacked by a couple corgis <laughs> they're surprisingly quick even though they have short legs so while he's at jail, he calls that number on the back of the medal, um, and he, he remembers the code word, the Oxfords, not Bruges. Brogues. Brogues. Bruges. That's better. Bruges. All right. Uh, so Galahad, uh, Colin first shows up and gets him out of jail. Uh, they kind of go through a little bit of the background of Eggsy. You know, he's like a real smart guy, did well in school. He has a gymnastics background. He apparently got halfway through training to be a Marine. So he's like, they kind of let you know that he's not like just a normal slouch, you know, that he has some of these skills. He has some potential. He's just not living up to it. Right. And they're like at this pub kind of talking about all this. And then like all those hooligans whose car he stole come in and they're kind of hassling him. And you get that great scene where he, where he first says the manners make it man. When he just goes up and like Colin Ford just locks the door and he just beats the shit out of all of them and it's so great. He has that sweet umbrella that's like (laughs) like it's like bulletproof and it's like you can like see through it from Mm -hmm. his side or whatever. It's crazy and it's kind of when you get one of one of the first like prolonged like these movies in both of them they have a real like the action in them. It's very unique. I feel like very stylized. Yeah, the way they shoot it. Yeah, Yeah, it's like I don't even know the best way to describe it, but it's like. All of the action sequence throughout the two movies feel like shot and are kind of the same way with how the camera moves and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah very much in the same way. Obviously, he's friends with Guy Ritchie. It's, it's very similar to the way Guy Ritchie shoots things, where they'll suddenly be like a, a part where things are in slow motion or there'll be an artificial camera turn where it like flips around to the other perspective of the fight that's going on. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot of what, what you see here in these. 
but it but it's really cool and it's a cool scene it's kind of inter- it's kind of it makes you realize how tough uh galahad is and it, it's just really cool um and he has amnesia darts i think or something <laughs> in the cane they do a lot of or things in the umbrella i i i I liken these darts to the gun Judge Dredd has, where it essentially will just do a million different things. That's fair. Yeah, it kind of just does whatever he needs it to do. Right. Um, so he gets in. He gets. A, I think he gets beat up by his stepdad or his whatever a little bit more. Eventually, what it gets to is that Galahad decides he's going to nominate Eggsy or bring him in to be his candidate to become a Kingsman to replace Lancelot. Right. Um. Because and we get a little more in the background of the Kingsman at this point. It's an independent international intelligence agency, so it like doesn't operate under the the privy of any like uh, government or anything like that. They kind of do their own thing, uh, and they've been you know saving the world for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's introduced to the rest of the candidates, and they're all like these rich like asshole like stuck up people who kind of look down at him because he's a. Uh, a poor guy from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's kind of rough around the edges, and yeah. they're all like... Because there's still a real big class system in in the UK. Right. So there's a scene where uh, Valentine's at the White House talking to the president about wanting to save the planet. The president who, by the way, is 100% uh, Barack, Barack Obama, Obama, even yeah. though I think they said like uh, Matthew Vaughn or Mark Miller is like, oh, no, it's it's not Obama. It's like, no, it it is. Yeah. It's like 100%... Um, <laughs> Barack Obama. Um, so, like, the first test that they get in this training thing, they're they're all this shared, like, room, like, bedroom where all their bunks are. And it just, like, one time in the middle of the night, they just start flood it, flooding it with, like, water. And they all have to, like, try and work together to get out. And I think, um, I can't remember, is it Eggsy who smashes the glass? Or yes. Yeah. yeah. So, of all the crazy things that happen in this movie, this was the one thing <laughs> that I wrote down and said, yeah, right. <laughs> So when he's completely underwater, he swims over to this probably very thick two-way mirror glass and punches through it. No way. No yeah, way that happens. Get enough force through the water <laughs> exactly. to create that punch. Yeah. So let's forget about all the crazy other things that happened. That's what that's what got my attention. Not the breathing the air no. through the toilet. Yeah, they're no. breathing yeah. the air through the toilet, right? Is that is that real? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so they, they, they make it out, but then Merlin tells him that that, like, oh, he kind of congratulates him a little bit, but then he's like, Hey, you all failed because you didn't work together. You forgot about teamwork. And he's like, he points to the room and there's one of the recruits like floating dead in the background. If I remember correctly. That's right. Yes, you are correct. (laughs) Um, Harry, meanwhile, or Galahad goes to see Mark Hamill at the university and he's kind of like trying to ask him, Hey, what's going on? What's up? And then Mark Hamill's head explodes. (laughs) Yeah. Just straight up blows up. Which is kind of crazy, and we're kind of left to ruminate on that for a minute. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Kingsman training facility, all the recruits had to pick a puck, a puppy, uh, basically that they're going to take care of. Uh, Eggsy picks a pug because he thinks it's a bulldog. It's a, it's a bulldog. <laughs> that part's hilarious. And he's like, it's going to get bigger, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is really funny, too, because he's like, it's going to get bigger. And there's like, no, and it's got this pug. Uh, and because of, I guess, and I forgot this as I'm looking at my notes, I'm remembering, because of the explosion from his head, uh, Harry's in a coma for a little bit right yeah yes because yes. there's a there's a scene where they show him and he's got a beard and i feel like he looks so creepy he looks like <laughs> such a weirdo with that beard i don't yeah. know if you guys noticed that it part. was a, it was a very very poorly yeah. executed fake it was beard. hilarious um <laughs> so uh training continues there's kind of you know like we're, we're kind of it's like a montage we're showing yeah valentine is in the middle of like mass producing something we don't know what it is yet trainings continues harry wakes up for his coma he's got that beard like uh devin was saying yeah. where he looks really creepy uh valentine meets with the swedish prime minister, prime minister yep. and the swedish princess kind of like wanting to fold them into the Whatever Land. scheme that Whatever they're trying scheme to do, yeah. he has, yeah. And, but like, the prime minister's on board, but the princess is not. No. Um, and they find out that Mark Hamill's head explosion was caused by like this weird implant that he has in his neck, mm-hmm. which we don't know exactly at this point what that means. Um, and he has this big press announcement that Valentine does where he's like, "I'm gonna give." He's talking about like internet and phone. He's like, "I'm giving everybody in the world a free a SIM card." That allows you free internet and phone service. Yep. So for life, you just had to go to the store. We're giving away and get it, and you put it in your phone. You get it for free. Apparently, it works with any phone. 
Uh, yeah, they, they don't really well, talk too much about that. In but. the UK, all they use are phones that have SIM cards in them. Oh, okay. So, and they're generally, they're usually unlocked, and you just buy a SIM card, put it in the phone, you're good to go. Oh, okay. Hey, there how about go. that? There you go. Our UK expert. Yep. Um, then they, the, the training, now they're doing some big, like, is it like a halo jump they're doing? Yeah. So they're doing a halo jump. I have a note, LBJ, that says, is this point break now? Uh-huh. <laughs> because awesome. because is it, they're jumping out, and I think Merlin tells them that one of them actually doesn't have a parachute. Yes. Right. So they're, they're all, like, pulling their cords to see, you know, and they finally get down where it's like everyone's pulled their cord except for Eggsy. So he thinks that he doesn't have the parachute. Eggsy and Roxy. Eggsy and Roxy. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yep. Um, but then it turned out that they actually all did have parachutes. They did. Right. Okay. And th- and that's when they basically tell you even the the recruit that supposedly drowned in that last scene she didn't actually drown so it's more about they're trying to put you into a certain situation but they're not actually causing death yeah. in this training because the goal the goal from the parachute thing was like to be undetected but you're supposed to land on like a certain like target yeah and I think him and Roxy actually land they right land on the target yeah yep. right on the target and then their the goal was to get them to work together in a pressure situation yes. right. Um, also, while this is going on, Harry, who's out of his coma, he goes to meet with Valentine, like posing as someone. And this is Devin's one of Devin's favorite part because <laughs> what do they have for their fancy dinner? They have McDonald's. <laughs> they have McDonald's. So he pulls up this this uh, this cover off this tray, and and I believe Harry requests a Big Mac. Um, to which Valentine says, nice choice. But then he chooses two cheeseburgers with special sauce. Can you say it with a list? Yeah, I was hoping you are going to say it with a list. Uh, no, I that's will not do that. You can, sauce. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> LBJ? Special sauce. There you go. <laughs> two cheeseburgers with this special sauce. And to celebrate that moment, my wife and I had the exact same dinner, minus the special sauce, before we came here. Your we, real wife or your wife swap? My real wife. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my real wife. Um, and I think they, they put... Um, a nano tracker because he brings a bottle of wine Harry does right and they put a tracker yeah. in uh, Valentine yes and it shows up on the thing at this uh, South Glade Mission Church which is in Kentucky yep um, <laughs> and then what we also find out is that Valentine has like allegedly been like kidnapping like a lot of famous people is that what well, they think they're, they're just a, being suspected I think. yeah there's a bunch of there's yeah. a bunch of celebrities that are missing right because earlier in the movie there's a news broadcast and it talks about how Iggy Azalea is missing <laughs> yeah that was like the first thing they said it's like oh this movie's a little dated now because they're talking about Iggy Azalea <laughs> being a super famous celebrity um, so the, there's only three candidates left at this point and they have this mission where they're like oh you got to go to the bar and you got to pick up this like girl i can't remember what they say her name is but they think that's the mission but then it turns out that they all get drugged while they're at this club and they wake up and it's like eggsy and he wakes up and he's tied to a train track and there's like a train coming and there's a guy like questioning him about like who do you work for and it's tell me about the kingsman yeah tell Tell me about about the kingsman and it's all like this elaborate setup because it's not it's like it's like a platform that lowers them underground so the train doesn't hit them and it's basically just to see if you'll crack and if yep. you'll cough up because and he doesn't but the not him and not Roxy but the other guy that's left Charlie, Charlie. he does he like yeah. he like he cracks like instantly yeah he tells them everything immediately so the it comes down to the final two which is like uh, Eggsy and Roxy yep um, uh, there's kind of a, a scene at Harry's place between him and Eggsy where he's like Harry's got this office and it's like all these newspapers on the wall. And they're all these like just like uh, just inane, yeah, kind of headlines. boring headlines. So right? I have some of the headlines. Oh, okay. You want me to read some yeah. of them? Wow, sure. super nerd. Yeah, seriously, I've got a lot of notes. All right, so some of the some of the the headlines in his office: Brad Pitt ate my sandwich. <laughs> that was funny. I didn't remember that. Germany won, England five, which I believe was a callback to a World Cup game or something that was happening while while this was being filmed or whatever. Okay. Um, one says speed camera outrage. Naughty nun touched by touched my bum. <laughs> uh, sweet tooth. I swear I thought they meant Coca Cola. Um, they're behind you, and we don't mean to gloat, but and that's all it says. <laughs> and what we learn is is that these are the headlines of the newspapers of like all the times that Harry has saved the world. But it's just because they work in the shadows and they're the secret organization. Nobody knows that they saved the world on these days. And I think he even like picks out some of the newspapers and says like specific things he did on those days. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because the, like, the walls are just covered 
in uh, all these newspapers. Um, And then he takes uh, he takes uh, Eggsy to the tailors to get him like his first suit. Mm -hmm. And that's when he there's that cool thing where he shows him like all the Q like gadgets that the Kingston Mm -hmm. have in the tailors. Yeah, they're all very cool. They're all really cool. There's uh, (laughs) like that pistol that fires shotgun shells, and there's uh, like a lighter that's like a grenade. Grenade and interesting thing about this. They actually hired a company to make an entire Kingsman like wardrobe line just for this movie. Oh, really? So That's all awesome. of those items that are in there, there, it's a whole sixty-piece set that has it's the coats, the vests, the shoes, the watches, rings. All of this stuff was designed specifically for the movie. All designed by top-end designers for this one big line, and they went and actually sold it in various stores as the Kingsman line. Oh, very cool. How about that? You Very should, cool. You should seek some out, LPJ, and get some. I should. I should get one of the suits. <laughs> I'm sure it's not pricey at all. No, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so while they're at the Kingsman shop, Valentine shows up, and I don't remember quite why he's there. He was already there. Well, during the meeting that uh, Valentine and um, uh, Galahad had at Valentine's place, he mentions, you know, uh, 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 Valentine commented on his suit. And he said, well, this is where I go to get oh, it. Oh, okay. And so you should check it out. And then he took his word for her. And then he tells them to go get a top hat? Yeah, yeah. to their hat place. Because the hat is bugged? The hat or? is yeah. bugged, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Like, in my note, it just says, gets a top hat. And I'm like, wait, why did I write that down? <laughs> yep. Well, that's right. So he's bugged. Um, the So uh, we find out that uh, Eggsy had named his dog JB. And he's talking with Michael Caine, who's Arthur, like the head of the King family. He's trying to guess why it's named JB and he's like I, he guessed James, James Bond. Bond James Bond Jason Bourne yeah and he's like no it's named JB for Jack Bauer <laughs> for 24 which is a great show awesome show um, and, and then like this final test is like Arthur gives him a gun and he's like well you have to shoot the dog and Eggsy won't do it so it ends up that Roxy passed the final test because she pulls the trigger and becomes the new Lancelot um, but I think what it's revealed is that like it's not they don't actually shoot the dogs it's blanks yeah but it's just a test to see if you'll actually pull the trigger and in the original script it is written that they kill the dogs but when the studio saw it they're like mm, no we are going to lose the audience at this point if we yeah. start killing dogs which so. is so funny because you're talking about two or three dogs and they kill hundreds of people in this movie <laughs> and nobody thinks twice about it well i think we've talked about that exact exact thing for another movie yeah probably i, I mean so. it, does, it is weird that i mean i mean i get it but also it's crazy that they're like hey it's fine if you kill like yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people violently <laughs> but don't don't even think about killing a dog not which, jb i mean that that pug was cute so oh, yeah. yeah i get it um <laughs> him and harry talk some more he shows him he has his dog mr pickle who's stuffed <laughs> over his toilet <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> over his toilet and he's like yeah he's like he died of like pancreatitis yeah you know because the gun had blanks um so then okay harry goes to the church in kentucky and then this is like the craziest scene in the movie, I think. Because, it really is. Because well, what, well, to be, I don't know. Do we clarify that at this point, because he didn't pass that test, he's basically out, and Roxy is like the new right? Yes. Yeah. So, so here he goes to this church, and we find out that Valentine's device, what it is, is in the SIM card. It's like it emits this signal that like hypes up your aggression. It increases aggression and Lowers decreases. Your- uh, inhibitions your inhibitions yeah. yeah so the scene in the church he it's like a test for it because it's this group of all these like um like white nationalists basically yeah. and like so they do this test in the church and it's wild this scene is awesome it is crazy for, like for the, being in kentucky did you think there would be more guns the church? <laughs> yeah you would think so right <laughs> a few because i not, thought maybe more <laughs> there isn't that many because like lots of knives <laughs> Because this scene is like the, one of the most violent things I can think of seeing in a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's like improvised weapons everywhere. And yeah. And Harry just takes out so many people like in this. I, I, I love when he picks up that guy and like rams his head into the, uh, into the, uh, what's the church? The, uh, the pew? The, the, the altar. Thank you. <laughs> he rams his head to the altar and his head just snaps back and you see it completely crush. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy scene and it's just super violent and it's quiz, hot shot. how many people did Galahad kill in that church sequence 58 damn it I, I did the I research see that. I was gonna, how I was, many people did he kill overall how many in the movie yeah 367 
61. Dang it. <laughs> well, the YouTube clip that I saw said 367. Total for the movie. Yeah. So, so anyway, so after this, he ends up killing everyone. Everyone else in the church is dead. He walks out of the church. Valentine's there. Uh, Valentine shoots him in the head. Yeah. In the face. And then almost vomits. And almost vomits, yeah. Um, I think it ultimately revealed that his plan is he thinks the world's overpopulated and he wants to get rid of it. So He's he, worried about global warming. Yeah, and all yeah. this stuff. So he certain people he's allowing to say he's going to kill off the population by turning all the SIM cards on. And it's all the people that you find out that he gave that are working with him. They have the neck implant, which allows him to survive the signal. Yes. Now, while Eggsy's meeting with... Arthur about this he sees that he has the scar in his neck and it turns out that he's been working with Valentine correct so question who on the podcast kind of sympathized with Valentine and his his idea of what he wanted to accomplish at that point <laughs> anybody no uh, it's not oh. a, no it's a bad idea yeah I don't know Jen was on board with it that's what <laughs> oh, she told no. me yeah, she told me that wow well we'll have to dig into that next episode and see if that's true um uh, I like I like that because then uh, Arthur tries to Arthur tries to poison Eggsy, but Eggsy like switches the glasses like Princess Bride style, <laughs> straight yeah. up Princess Bride style. <laughs> so conceivable. So Arthur ends up dying. Uh, they dig the chip out of Arthur's neck. They decide they're gonna try and stop the plan because they're using the satellites to emit the signal. They send Roxy up in this like balloon ride thing yep. to like mess up one of the satellites so it can't transmit the signal and Eggsy goes to the bunker posing as Arthur to kind of stop it from the inside. Yes. Um uh <laughs> he gets the suit that Harry No, made. he poses as Galahad. Po- no, he poses mm-hmm. as Arthur. Is it Arthur? Arthur's supposed yeah. to be there cuz yeah. he has the chip. Oh, right. They don't right, know right, what he looks like. That's yeah, they don't know what he looks like. And there's that great thing where him and Merlin go and what's the line where he says like he gives him the suit and he's like looking good. He's like looking good, good, feeling feeling good. good. Yeah, which is actually a line from uh, Trading Places. Yeah, because he because yeah. earlier in the movie they reference he's like, "Have you seen yeah. Trading Places?" Because he's like looking good, Exine. He's like feeling good, Merlin. Um, so then we're kind of into the final play of this. There, all these like rich people and famous people are there. They're supposed to be protected from the signal. Uh, Exine runs into Charlie there because his family's rich. Um, and, and then like I can't remember why, but he ends up like at first. I think he they stop the satellite and then he's trying to fight his way out because they're gonna leave. Yeah, because or he plugs into the computer system. Uh, well, at first he plugs into a computer so that Merlin can hack the system to um, uh, to block basically the signal right. uh, from going off and to to turn off some of the uh, to like unlock the plane hangar so they can get out. Okay. But then, so he does that, and then he's, like, racing back to the plane. It's that sweet scene where he's running through the halls. He's, like, shooting all the guys, and you kind of see what a badass Eggsy has become throughout this whole process. Um, But then they find out that it doesn't work because they, they, it's it's a biometric thing that starts the signal. Yeah. So, like, it works off of Valentine's handprint. So, unless they stop him from having his handprint on it, like, they can't. So, he has to go back in to stop Valentine. So he has to go like back in and shoot through all these guys too. Which is stupid that Valentine, why wouldn't Valentine just put like, I put my hand on and then it just goes. Why does his hand have <laughs> to stay on it in order for it to work? Uh, it's I so dumb. Meanwhile, they get the satellite back in place. Uh, they start transmitting the signal and everyone around the world, they show all these shots at different places, just start like beating the shit out of each other. And like on the beach in Rio and in the streets in London and stuff like that. Devin, you're looking at me. Like well, one of the things add. we forgot to mention, Lauren's really excited to get to this part eventually. But <laughs> before he kind of, I believe before he goes back in there, yes. he finds that Scandinavian princess. Yeah, she's and being. What happens? Prisoner. Why don't you explain it? What happens? Well, I think that's she's not quite being yet. Kept prisoner. Yeah. It's after on everybody, the way back in. Right? It's after everyone's heads blow up. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. You could be right, maybe, but I don't know. Well, anyways, we can talk about the yeah, part. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, explain it. And I don't know. She basically says, are you going to save the world? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then what? What well, happens? Am I am I saying this? Yeah, you can say it. All right. right. If you save the world, we can have anal sex. <laughs> she doesn't say it like that. <laughs> what does she say? <laughs> we can do it in the asshole, she says. Yes. And he's super psyched about oh, it. He's, right. Yeah, All he's right. pumped at that point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because what what happens is Merlin finds a way to activate everyone's security implant in the chip. So everyone that has a chip, heads just blow up, and it's this crazy thing where it's all like fireworks. Actually, just can't. Yeah, he can't. 
kill everybody. There's too many. Yeah, there's so he too has many. To just so he so override. He, yeah, so he ha- Merlin hacks the implants, and there's this crazy scene where everyone's heads are just like popping. Super and it's like, colorful. It's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's all crazy. These crazy fireworks and stuff. It's wild. It's like when this movie goes over the top. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Exy has a showdown with Gazelle. They have this really sweet fight where she's using her scissor feet and like scissor <laughs> feet, <laughs> scissor right. legs, uh, and then he he ends up killing her because the the Kingsman shoes they established earlier in the movie have like a hidden blade with like poison. Yep. Yeah. So he like scratches her on the neck with that. Um, and then he he ends up killing Valentine by taking the scissor leg off of her and like throwing it up in the air and it like stabs him through the heart and yep. he dies. And he throws up because <laughs> he saw his own blood. <laughs> yes. And then um, I so my last two notes are <laughs> killed Valentine with Gazelle's leg. That it says, man, Exy really wants to bang that princess. <laughs> <laughs> so the code to open up the safe, the code to open up the safe are the numbers 2625. What is the significance of that code? I don't, I don't Gosh, have it. I don't want to say this, but I, I know will. the answer. It spells anal and cock. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what for. I did not it spells see that. anal and cock. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, My last note was that. Exy's baby sister is now traumatized for life. Oh yeah, because, because she's <laughs> locked in the bathroom, and the mom was aggressively trying. Yeah, she to was get trying to oh, get yeah. in the door when with she, like a knife to like kill. When the, she's the, under the spell. Yeah, that is frightening. Valentine. Yeah, like, poor baby. <laughs> yeah. And then the last kind of uh, the really kind of post credit thing is like Exy goes back to the bar where his mom's dirtbag boyfriend is and all his hooligans and yeah. kind of like they're kind of razzing him and he's like oh whatever you know come on we're going and kind of trash talking to him and they're going to beat him up and he goes and does the exact thing Harry does where he, he locks the door to the pub and he says manners maketh man Yep. and that's like kind of the end implying that he's going to beat the shit out of him yep. like like uh, Harry did so and that's where we that's where we end part uh, or uh, the king the Secret Service. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I got some role reversals for you. Okay. Oscar Bistoris. Ah, no, surprisingly <laughs> not. Uh, so for, for Roxy, <clears throat> the other two uh, parties they were looking at were Emma Watson. Oh, so so role reversal. You guys remember role reversal? Yep. Yeah. So Emma Watson, better or worse than Roxy? Better. Better because I know who she is. Yeah, yeah. I know who she is too. Bella Heathcote, I have no idea who that is. I don't know no who idea. that is. I don't know who that is. Worse. All right. Um, for... Uh, for Valentine, these ones were great. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, sure, yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I say, I say been, no. That'd have been weird. That'd yeah. been weird. And Idris Elba. Oh yeah, yeah. Idris Elba. Idris, Idris Elba. He can be in anything, as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, yeah. Me too. Ooh la la. Yeah, whatever. Man crush. <laughs> uh, for Gazelle, they actually had Amy Purdy cast. She is an actual double amputee snowboarder. Hmm. Um, but she because the filming. Uh, they took so long to get production started. She had to drop out uh, in order to uh, train for the Olympics. She's not a believable killer. Apparently <laughs> not. Uh, and then for for Eggsy, Jack O'Connell. I have no idea who that is. Neither. Nor do I. Okay, John Boyega. That would have been cool. Uh, no. And uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson was Kick cast. Yeah. yeah, he was cast as the role, and then had to turn it down for scheduling reasons for something. Yeah, because I said that it was it was like really late in production, right? That they finally actually cast. Uh, yeah, this, they were yeah, like several weeks into filming before they before they cast uh, Taron Egerton. I mean, I like him in that Kick Ass movie. I, I still I still like who they chose. Yeah. yeah. Better. No, I think he's good. Like I, I, I mean, like uh, this, and we'll we'll talk about next episode in the sequel. I, I, he's kind of one of my favorite parts of all this. I think he's great. Then uh, Mark Strong is Merlin. Mark Strong's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I he's love Mark he's Strong. He's great. He's, yeah. he's like he's like in those training scenes. He's like just. I mean, like he, he just comes across like such a dick. Like he has a heart, yeah. but he's just like I don't know. He's really cool in this movie. Yeah. I like. Him I a love lot. Mark Strong. And then at the end, when he kind of gets to go out in the field and do stuff, uh-huh. he's got like a machine gun and stuff. It's it's cool. It, it he's, really he's great in this. Um, anything more specific in your notes, Devin? I know. See, so you're looking through. If there's anything <laughs> that you want to no, cover like that I, we didn't cover. Or anything that sticks out, Lauren? You got anything? Not really. No. You sure? 
I have that that mm, church fight scene took seven days for them. Seven to shoot, days, yeah, which is kind of wild. For the, just for the action sequence, yeah. And it was and it was apparently cut out of the Viet Vietnamese. Yeah, Vietnamese portion yeah, version because it was too violent. Yeah, it looks like maybe it was cut out of a few because I think I saw like Latin America cut that out. They cut out some of the anal sex uh, <laughs> talk. And did believe. you did you see that they said that the skydiving stuff was actually filmed? It wasn't like it was Live, like the, yeah. yeah. They had the Red Bull uh, skydiving team fill those film those scenes. So it was actually not like any CG stuff. So that's kind of cool to think they did that practical. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really good. So, all right. Well, are, should we should we rate this? Or you got someone, Devin? No, nope. looking. No, nope. okay. I'm good. All right. So our guests get to choose. Do they want to go first, second? Do they want to defer to to one of us? What do you think? I'll go. All right, all right go. I did like this movie. I remember enjoying the movie the first time I saw it, but I saw it once in the theater, and that was about it. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, and then this week, and it's enjoyable. I gave. It, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. <laughs> Do we want to see as a special treat what we've done since you know this is our wife's off episode? Before the episode aired, I had Jody write down what he thought Lauren was gonna rate this movie. So I'm gonna take a quick peek and see. Jody thinks Lauren rates. 3.5 machine guns. So he's pretty close. Pretty close, close. Pretty close yeah. on that. Close. So good job, Jody. You're almost there. Devin, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, very, very much the same. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is the the second time that I've seen this movie. I remember liking it the first time, but it wasn't overly memorable. I couldn't remember exactly what was going to happen, but I did enjoy it. I love the action scenes. Um, I think it was cast really well. That church scene to me is awesome. Yeah, it's um, For me, that was almost worth the watch just for that. The fact that over 360 people die in this movie, uh, that's, <laughs> that's entertaining. Um, I'm going to give this three and a half machine Three guns now now let let's see let's reveal what jen wrote down Ooh, he she said devon score four so close everyone's pretty close, close on this yeah. so i almost did go with the four she was pretty <laughs> she was she was almost there uh lpj uh i like this movie um <laughs> i like this movie a lot i like this movie i like this movie i enjoy it um i enjoy all the, the like the actors are great in it i mean there's really the action's great i mean the plot's ridiculous but it's supposed to be right I really, I just really like watching this movie. I'm gonna go four. Okay, nice. Um, I'm kind of right on board with you. I like this movie a lot. I hadn't seen the whole thing in a while, and I definitely hadn't seen it not just like the TV watered down version, you know. And it's like it's a lot of fun. It's it like is. It, like I said before, it's kind of like this weird James Bond on steroids because it's like, well, what if there was an R-rated James Bond movie that was just freaking crazy and took kind of like all those weird gadgets and fights and villains and all that stuff in a James Bond movie, but like dialed it up to 11 and kind of just went crazy with it and i i think this movie succeeds like it's a lot of fun the violence the fight scene i mean it, it is very violent but like the fight scenes i love the way they're shot i love the way matthew vaughn shoots them and they just look really cool that fight scene with harry in the bar with the hooligans is great yep. the church scene all this stuff at the end in valentine's fortress it definitely worth a watch i i i would i probably need to buy this on blu-ray i'm gonna go with you with four machine guns as well yep i agree it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. Anyone? <laughs> any, any final thoughts, comments? Yeah, final thoughts. No, I just want to thank Joe for um, making us watch this movie um, <laughs> oh. for this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 um, no. Because it was a good one. L- it well, was good. I don't know yeah. if I made you watch it. We were, okay, let's just cover real quickly. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what you were going to do, and we were kind of bouncing some ideas back and forth, and all I said was, hey, haven't you guys both seen this movie? And you were like, yeah. Because the one I suggested nobody else had seen. What movie? The Hit- Hitman's Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Oh, yeah, that's like a you and Jody special. <laughs> I think the two of you are the only ones that saw that. Because it's action, but it's funny. (laughs) So anyways, I knew that you both seen this, and then we came up with the concept that it would be fun if we did both movies, because it's this theme, and then it kind of went from there. But I'm kind of glad that it ended up, because I probably wouldn't have watched this again. It wasn't on my radar, but I really had fun watching it. No, I did too. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, you just give me a hard time. All right, fair enough. Dang it. Why did I defend myself so vigorously? Well, well, let's do the business. Uh, We're the Last Action Podcast. We come to you every Monday on the GameZilla Media Network. Uh, we also got some other stuff on the network, too, that's uh, equally as good. Well, they're at least close to as good as us. Uh, we got the GameZilla podcast. Right. Which, they're live on Mixer. 
on, on Mondays. Mondays. And then and they release the show on Tuesday. Right. And the, the big, actually, by the time this comes out, the 300th episode will have come out. Wow. I know. Crazy, right? Big achievement. Uh-huh. Been going, on, going for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and then Wednesday is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I Noobs wonder why. Noobs and Dragons <laughs> starring me, LPJ. Yeah. Uh, and Craig and Sphinx is there and Matrix there. Yeah. But it's me. And uh, Thursdays? Uh, Legend of Retro, the retro video game podcast with uh, Glitch and Craig WK and Chops and and special guest Hovercraft Joe. That's true. I was on recently. Well, not that recently as of when this episode comes out, but we talked about Alex Kidd and Miracle World. Mm-hmm. We had a great time, but those guys do great work, so make sure you check them out. It's a lot of fun. Yep. And then we've also got uh, Noiseland Arcade. Right. Which is our Simpsons, Simpsons podcast. podcast, right? Uh, that comes out on Sundays, right? So it, if you're a Simpsons fan, check it out. They're going episode by episode. Absolutely. Uh, plus, we got streamers, we got Discord, uh, and then of course Patreon. Right. So we want to thank all the patrons. Uh, we appreciate your support. Uh, if you haven't supported us on Patreon, we encourage you to do so. You get all kinds of goodies. You get uh, extra votes in our polls. You get extra episodes. You get all kinds of cool things. We have a new podcast that is coming out specifically for our Patreon listeners where it's just us from all the podcasts. We kind of randomly get together uh, in a weird mix like me and Joe and Chops or like, you know, you know, you'll get uh, Deadite and Craig talking about something and we just we just shoot the shit about whatever we want. Yeah. And th- that's going to be something new that you can get on top of Everybody has their bonus episodes, like our monthly uh, post credit scene that we do where we don't talk about a specific movie, but more of a general topic and kind of dig deeper into that. So uh, it's a great way to support us, you know, at the one or five dollar level. So definitely check it out if you're able to. Yep. And again, we appreciate all your your support for the current patrons out there. Um Thanks to our guests. Yeah, thanks, thanks so guests. much for being here. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, Lauren, I don't know about you, but this this wife swap was, it was good. <laughs> was it good for you? It was good. It was good for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, someone's hitting code 2625 later. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Someone's getting the old 2625. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, was, I saw that fact and I was like, I don't want to bring that up. And then you started mentioning it. I was like... <sighs> what's the special sauce it's like i know the answer <laughs> dang it um all right well i think we did it we killed it yeah they were good all right well in that case this episode of the last action podcast has been terminated but we'll be back <laughs> <laughs>